0: Hey Geekscape, to a brand new Geekscape episode. I'm Jonathan London, your host, and each week I like to talk about movies, video games, comic books, TV, all the pop culture stuff uh, that's fit to print or talk about. Uh, we like to talk about here on Geekscape, and this is a special episode because we are about to go to Comic Con. In fact, I'm sitting here with two of my best friends, Mr. Derek Kranevelt of the Geekscape Games podcast, now renamed the Geekscape Shane podcast, <laughs> and Matt Kelly of the Horror Movie Night podcast and half of the Geekscape Slate um what started uh, over 12 over 10 over 12 years ago yeah. as a single podcast is now a podcast network and we are going to Comic-Con to uh hang out at booth 3919 the Geekscape booth sell our wares promote our podcasts and hopefully see you there. Um if you're going to Comic-Con so we're going to preview Comic-Con for you guys on this special episode. Um, just want to say as well that we are throwing a scavenger hunt. It's called Conquest. We're doing it in conjunction with our friends at Dweeb Darlings to promote the new, uh, what is it, what would you call it, a crowdfunding campaign? A season, yeah. season spark fundraising campaign for our Stuck in LeVar short film that Geekscape is co-producing with Dweeb Darlings and Fonco. That's a lot of information, but we will repeat it from time to time throughout this podcast. It's also um,
1: all on geekscape.net. There's You can
0: see the scavenger hunt. Man, you are the best manage site manager ever. <laughs> <laughs> like, the managing editor, Mr. Derek Granivelt, reminding you that it's all up there on <laughs> Geekscape.net. You can, you
1: can see all the goals there, actually, figure out what's worth the most points. So all can, of the uh, missions
0: are there. Plan your strategy. Yeah, plan your strategy. I want at least one of
2: you to sing the, the Reading
0: Rainbow theme in the middle of the guest. You've got to get closer, screen. Matt. I'm looking at these Sorry, levels here. I'd, I'd love to see at least one person. How the fuck person... make him responsible for half of our network? Listen, i mean on a bunch of his hey. shows
1: it sounds like
2: he's like 30 feet away
1: hey guys so listen, what's going it, on it's listen, just business as usual hey, you know it, i like it's to weird. record underwater
2: maybe maybe i've been wrong maybe i should be recording episodes on a bed with two other guys every week <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah you know i'm to fuck up here. you know what, <laughs> like, you know it, what? this isn't this banging is, friday right guys
0: this is not the first time i've done this kind of shit <laughs> <laughs> um so this is geekscape and we're gonna be talking about comic-con so you guys have done Comic Con every year. With this is me my for the sixth, most part. In sixth in a row. Six in a row. I been with GeekScape
1: for almost seven. It'll be seven years next month. Matt,
0: you took a hiatus.
2: Yeah, I think this is five or six for Look me. At a level.
0: He just he thought he fixed it once, and then he didn't go back. <laughs> He's, just He's like, back down again. That's good enough for me. Matt's like not wanting to you're, get on the bed. You're not he, a bed big enough for three of us. That's it. Well we're not with, that yeah, attitude. not with that attitude. Derek and I are on the bed and you have your knees on the ground and you're folded over like either a guy's gonna fuck you or you're blowing somebody. <laughs> uh both. Oh jeez. We're not even three minutes in and we just said that. This is like Geekscape like Geek's <laughs> Now renamed Geekscape Shane's. <laughs> um so Comic Con, uh, you guys are veterans now. This is our ninth, tenth year at the booth. Yeah, I think. Ninth. Um, I'm counting. I'm counting that first WonderCon in San Francisco. So I'm gonna go tenth. Okay, at the booth. I was gonna say
2: because you've been every every year that Geekscape has been around. You've been at San Diego Comic Con. Yes. Not always with a table, but you have never missed a San Diego Comic Con. Well,
0: it was the first thing that I did. It was like this is the process of putting together Geekscape back in 2006. It was. Get the podcast going with the help of Martin Scherer, getting the RSS feed set up and everything, getting the website URL and the website set up, and then apply for a Comic-Con booth. Those were literally the three uh, things that I did right away, and back in 2006, there was like a four-year wait list, yeah. and we got that booth in 2010. I think in 2009... Maybe early 2010, we did WonderCon in San Francisco, and I remember driving up there with your friend Heidi Hilliker. I guess yeah. my friend, too. I haven't talked to her in a long time, but she's a former writer. And Brian Walton, and the, th- the three of us drove up to WonderCon you in San won- Francisco. You 100% had the Comic-Con
2: booth before that, though. Because I remember I messaged you because you had done, you had done a live episode at the booth, and that's when I said, I want to be there for the next one. I came to the second ever booth one, and that's when Walton met Heidi.
0: No, I don't think that's true. Cause, okay. Because the first time we had the booth, uh, we were spray painting the Metroid costume. we only, <laughs> Oh, okay. We, so we, I was we, at the first one. I you thought were I was at the first this, one. Okay. We, only, we only did the Metroid sketch because... It was the for the booth. Okay, because we had a booth. So okay, we needed a booth, never babe. mind. That.
2: Maybe I just it was. A, oh, I was just seeing the videos of you guys dicking around at Comic Con and wanted to be part of that fun. Then. Oh yeah, that yeah, happened. That, yeah, for a <laughs> while. yeah,
0: that's happened. So this is like our ninth Comic Con as exhibitors. Um, and our, I mean, if you conclude WonderCon, this is our tenth year rela- with a relationship with the with the San Diego Comic Con folks. Uh, exhibiting with them, and we got some cool stuff planned beyond that scavenger hunt conquest and uh, launching our our seed and spark campaign. Um, we've got those brand new shirts, the don't hate create shirts. Yeah, we've got another shirt. I don't think you guys have seen love, it with the dragon design. Yeah, i have
1: not. Seen yeah, the you haven't shown. You've been keeping um, that. Show. And then there's Congrats. a new color for the logo shirt too, isn't there? We got blue shirts.
0: Blue, blue shirts. What kind of
1: blue. What kind of blue are we talking?
0: Um. I don't know. Electric blue, Richard than navy blue. No, navy blue, not navy, not aqua. Smurf blue. I think like that blue that's on that comic book background, right? That there. goes really well for audio. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, just, I'm, pointing, I'm pointing over just just Matt's shoulder. Just imagine blue. What kind <laughs> of blue what, what blue? what kind of blue would you? How would you describe that blue? I don't know, like Blue-ish. darkish. <laughs> Matt's usually this <does> <laughs> like demeanor blue, or <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, that hurts. <laughs> like Eiffel 65 blue. Matt, can we talk about how today you had to go get an iPhone charger, <laughs> and you chose to go to the one of the like worst places in Los Angeles to find it? Was the
2: only place I could remember. Look, all you told me was you need to kill two hours, and I'm like, okay, I can walk around City Walk for two <laughs> hours and get food.
0: We were putting uh, Derek and I spent the day putting together uh, our friend Gee Medicine Storage. We put all the T-shirts in the the booth itself which is like metal poles in the, the, the it's gonna sleeve. It's going to go up quickly this year. Yeah. We We're going to get it down to like w- seven minutes. Do <laughs> You think so? Okay, we'll time it. Yeah, we should time it. Uh, we put all that stuff in Gee's car, and then uh, we put a couple boxes in a mine. We went to pick up boxes from George, and this press release still hadn't gone out announcing the scavenger hunt. And the whole time Matt's like, hey, you guys want to hang out? Can I come to you? Well, no, no, no. And I was like, Like, dude, this guy's going to be fucking running around underfoot. I can't, we don't got room for Matt. I'm, I'm, because he needs, because he needs to be entertained. (laughs) You are so full of shit. I'm getting so frustrated (laughs) with this (laughs) story. Derek will sit on his phone. Garbage. Like, Derek will sit on his phone. Like, if I, like, if we have shit to do, like, I want to listen to
2: a podcast. That's all I want to do.
0: Matt'll hover. Matt'll be like, you guys want to go? Can I, can I hit the next key? Listen, can I, can I, I type wanna, the next listen,
2: letter? Right. I, uh, psh, you sons of bitches. <laughs>
0: <Listen>. <laughs> now I'll tell my side of the story. Okay.
2: I said, John, I'm going to be back by 4, which would have been a fantastic time for you to say, oh, that won't be fa- plausible. You can't park outside my house until after 7, and I could have made other plans. Instead, 4 o'clock rolled around, and then you tell me that I can't come to your house at 7.
0: Well, here's the I thing. had to think on the fly. Matt, <laughs> Matt, Matt leaves. He doesn't have a charger with him. He leaves New York without a charger, or he leaves it in my apartment. And then. Um, We're in New York? I thought I was in Los Angeles or, this whole time. He leaves Philadelphia with a charger. He leaves it in my apartment. And then he's like, man, my iPhone is down to 20%. I need to go get a charger for it. <laughs> I should go to CityWalk instead of like a Best Buy, no, an so Apple the, Store, anything. The, the, gotta, parking now, lot. Anything you got plugged in there. You want to go to fucking CityWalk where a bunch of kids are going with their families to ride the Harry Potter ride in the summer. Yeah. That's so, like I'm going to go to Six Flags
2: yeah. to go grocery shopping. No. So my thought process <laughs> was I needed to fo- do the following things. I needed to get a, an iPhone charger. I needed to get food, and I needed to ride Harry it, fucking it, Potter. You could, you no, you and have, I, I need to one kill. Last... And I need to kill two hours. And I am someone who is very nervous every single time that I'm driving in Los Angeles. So I needed something where I could do a one-stop
0: shop for all of those where things. Where were you when that decision-making process was going on? Were you in the parking lot at CityWalk? No, Walk? I, was, you, I, was, <laughs> I was. on the Harry minutes so, Were you on the Harry Potter ride when so, you made that process?
2: So my thought, I was halfway I, to your house and I was like. From where?
0: From uh, the museum, the art museum. From LACMA. Yeah, from You had LACMA. to overshoot my house to get to City Walk. Yeah. So I was like. And guess what you pass on La Brea on the way. Best Buy. Probably.
2: But I was was like, halfway... I was halfway to your house, and I'm like... Because my plan was like, I'll drive to John's house. I can't park out there, but I can at least pull to the side and think of a plan. Because, (laughs) like... Because Marty was like, maybe Kurt will be home, and I can run in and grab the charger at least. No, Kurt. Uh, I'm just
1: disappointed you didn't have one last hurrah on the (laughs) Jurassic Park ride.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Before it closes on September 3rd. I'm not paying money to go into the Universal Studios. I just parked and walked around. If somebody goes... If somebody asked me to go to CityWalk, I would ask them what their problem with me is. <laughs> like, if somebody asked me to go to City Walk, which is really only good for, like, families that are on vacation. We, we went, we caught Pokemon and there two years like ago. like, underage kids who are on first dates and really don't have anything else to do. <laughs> so, they walk around with their hand, you know, holding hands, and they're like, let's go eat a Bubba Gum shrimp. Listen, like, I sat
2: at the Hard Rock we, Cafe. I had a lovely conversation with uh, Estrada. The uh, that? Estrada, that was the name of my waitress. Estrada? Yeah.
0: Is she human? <laughs> like, like, like Questionable. What is that, Guardians of the Galaxy? She, she was very
2: friendly. She took my phone and my charger and plugged it into the wall behind the was bar for me. her name
0: Estrella? Me. I guess, I don't know. That's star in Spanish. Alright, whatever. Jesus <laughs> Christ, you've never been whiter than this moment. Um, <laughs> Wait, uh, was she, it spelled E-S-T-R-E-L-L-A?
2: No, it was a D-A. Oh.
0: Estrada? Like Eric Estrada? Yeah. You sure it wasn't Eric Estrada? <laughs> like I mean, we're it's we're... What's He's he been like, up to? Things have been hard, man. <laughs> I'm working at the Hard Rock Cafe. <laughs> He's like, you know what's funny? Now I serve chips. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be on a show called Chips. Now I serve chips. I would cut that part. You've explained the joke. No, it's good. It. <laughs> It's good. It's good. Listen to Matt lecturing. <laughs> yeah. Matt, I know you're not going to edit He's got a lot shit. of podcasts. <laughs> yeah. okay, Matt's see. like, I spend a lot of time editing my podcast. Um, you're selling stickers. Well, Sunday they'll be giving them away. But you're selling stickers <laughs> at the GCA booth. That's my joke. Yeah. You've had 200 episodes of the Horror Movie Night podcast and there hasn't been a better joke for a sticker well, made? that was for you. We made it to um... give to you. For $2. No, you get yours for free, buddy. I just want one. I just need one, and <laughs> I love how you turned around the the. I, if you could only do that in like a roast, where you're getting roasted, somebody's like, "But I did it because I love you," <laughs> and all of a sudden the roast just looks like a room full of dicks <laughs> <laughs> who are just being assholes. I love how Matt just disarmed us by being like, "That's because you're my friend," and all of a sudden we're like, "Oh man." Um, if this is your first Geekscape, there's no way you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> that,
2: should just, that should just be your tagline for every episode.
0: <laughs> but the truth is, uh, once we met up with Matt, uh, we went to see a movie. We went to see Skyscraper starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. skyhard <laughs> <hard-esque> S picture. <laughs> Matt named it Skyhard, which I think is a very accurate title <laughs> for it. Um and uh, we usually don't review movies on Geekscape anymore, but I think we should. Because At least you don't do it without Ian in the room. Yeah, we, we don't do it without <laughs> Ian. But, uh, but I, I think this was the kind of movie that I... Like, you guys are in LA. We've packed a bunch of boxes. We've gotten ourselves ready for Comic-Con. Uh, it was, I was super stressed today, and it's time to just cut loose and see something a bit mindless. And There's this nothing one more mindless. <laughs> uh, this There's one really, not a bit about it. This checked a lot of boxes for <laughs> us today. We we're like, okay, we need mindless entertainment. Uh, we need to be able to use our movie pass. Sorry, Derek. <laughs> also, from Canada. fuck you guys. And you're, <laughs> you're like
1: <laughs> <laughs> complaining about surcharges and no, shit. And like
2: Zach complained about surcharges.
0: I, I heard you care, both really. complaining about surcharges I didn't care today. It. I wouldn't complain
2: about it. it. I what? Okay, All wrong. I said was maybe that maybe I was wrong. considering getting the A yeah, list because I were the you're like.
1: You, yeah, you said something about surcharges, and you're going to no, get No, I said if they keep one. raising
2: like, the price, because they were talking about raising it to uh, like 20.
1: They can, they can name their price, and I will pay
0: it. <laughs> Listen, like, MoviePass can raise their price to $20. I would still pay it, because it's still, wor- it's still yeah. worth it. You guys like, no, it is. talking about your country yeah.
1: falling apart. You guys got fucking MoviePass. Okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll trade you any day. Yeah, <laughs> our,
0: our president can be like giving a handsy to Putin under the table, and meanwhile... But fucking unlimited movie movies pass. for $10 yeah. a
1: month, okay? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Matt's like it's you just you a shame you that can't shit go to multiple in movies movie, yeah. in a day, yeah. and I'm like, you can go to multiple movies in a day. You just have to sneak into the other two,
2: <laughs> which I would say I don't want to steal from them, but like literally, Movie Pass is just stealing from. them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Movie Pass at least is benefiting the theaters. Yeah, you know yep. because is it
1: Movie Pass losing the money on it?
0: Well, yeah. the, the well, Movie Pass actually, yeah, they do lose money. They they pay the difference whenever you yep. go in. in
1: which is like, that ticket I bought today was $16, and right. you're paying $10 a month for unlimited movies? So that it, doesn't even make sense.
0: No, and uh, and obviously I'm getting the refreshments, and that's, oh, yeah. that's, that's where the theater really makes its money, but... The studio itself and MoviePass is, seems like the loser here. MoviePass is working like your health insurance. They're like hoping you don't get sick. Yes. They're hoping that you don't use it. Well, not it's like your, a cheap gym Not version. your health insurance, <laughs> Eric, our health insurance. I love how he's like, fuck you guys. You guys have MoviePass. But I'll go ahead I will there. trade. But I'll, but I'll go to the doctor anytime I want. <laughs> Matt and I are here like, I, no, go, I guess hey, to have to, to the cut fucking, it off, I go to the dog.
1: movies way more than I go to the
2: doctor. <laughs> I haven't okay? been to the doctors kind of in like four years.
0: Really? Yeah, I don't get sick. Or are you too far gone? Like th- it could be that, yeah. too. Th- what about
1: that new mole on your face? You know <laughs> oh, no.
0: It opens up to an eye. <laughs> um, so, Skyscraper, guys, I said is kind of the movie that we need. Mindless, fun. The Rock has to save his family from a the biggest tower on Earth. Three times. It's like the,
1: twice the size of that other really tall building. Yeah, they building. said it was three, three times, times the Empire State, State building. building. Yeah, It's easily There's the tallest like building, it's high tech.
0: It's secure and he's a sec- you know he's a security it's just expert so stupid. With it's such it's just, missing a leg. You know, he has a false leg which he uses I was for just, several gags I in was the movie. hoping at
1: some point there would be like like a floor that was covered in glass and he wouldn't have any shoes but he could just hop across on his like <laughs> amputated leg and it would just be like no problem.
0: Yeah, you see him early on in the movie and he and his squad of uh, like I guess he's working for it's like a, SWAT a SWAT team, team. Yeah. And, and he goes and there's a botched operation in which he loses his leg, his team gets blown up, it's a failure. But he goes to the hospital, and he, there he meets Nev Campbell. Right, Nev Campbell? Yep. Oh, that was Nev Campbell. Yeah, it was Nev yeah, Campbell. from, from Scream. That's why I made a Scream reference.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I can't understand what you're whispering He's at the time you really I really like smile <laughs> I, go, I go, that's on my leg. Uh, <laughs> so
0: uh, he meets Nev Campbell. They you know, Flash forward 10 years, and he is dealing with this artificial leg, and you now they've got twins, and they're living in this tower uh, in Hong Kong, that's it's super high-tech, and he's a security expert for it, and they're about to open it to the public to start living there on the residence floors that are, like, 90, floor 96 and up.
1: When it was, like, they were just... They were trying to figure out, like if it was secure so they could insure it and how much the insurance would cost
0: or right. some like weird convoluted yeah. thing he, like that. He wanted to get the, the building underwritten. Yes, right. And uh and so of course on the night that they're doing this, the bad guys come in and they're gonna hold the owner of the uh of the building hostage and they're gonna start lighting the building on fire from building from like the floor ninety six up. And everything would seem okay. It's just the bad guys versus the dude who owns the building, except the Rocks family is trapped in the building and hilarity ensues. Oh, Jesus. It's, dude,
2: I was laughing my butt off during this were movie. You were going nuts. See, I mean, please, this was, the, this mind, was please, the movie please. that we needed to watch because John wouldn't bust out the DVD player to watch
0: Belly of the Beast for the second year. <laughs> <row. But laughs> this is a Steven Seagal movie, I think we talked about two years ago <laughs> on the podcast, where it basically looks like Grimace in a gi <laughs> doing karate <laughs> moves. It looks like a. The and Seagal straight-to-video movies post 1990 yeah just look like a piece of furniture doing karate yeah, shops. that's all it is. It looks like, like if a sofa just started
2: fighting people in the middle of like a Hong Kong market. and But very much like Skyscraper, it's very comparable because in both films, there is so little tension for every situation that's handed to them. Like... There's never an issue that takes more than 10 minutes for our hero to solve in either movie.
0: Yeah, what was your favorite moment of the movie? And the guys, keep in mind, we enjoyed this movie. Oh, it was yeah. fucking great. I kept turning to Matt and be like, this movie's pretty badass. I, but you uh, say that about every movie. That I we feel watched. like <laughs>
1: I want to go home. When I get home, I want to go and take my fiance to the theater and pay more money. Because again, I don't have movie pass. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to drive that home, you guys. I w- I'll pay more money to see this movie I mean, again. It was move so much here, fun. I'm just saying. yeah. Nah, shit's shit's weird down here. <laughs>
0: so, um, your favorite moments of the movie, and then we'll move on to Comic Con. Um, you actually went to the bathroom during my
1: mm-hmm. favorite. Yeah, I was gonna that. say was, <laughs> that line was describe <laughs> it, please.
2: So, so the Rock manages to get Nev Campbell and his son out of the skyscraper mid movie. But the bad guys capture his daughter, and the main guy that they're trying to get to is locked himself in
0: an unlockable room. Like a safe room that yeah. only he can unlock from the inside. So he
1: they- locked himself in an unlockable room? Is that yes. what you just say? Yeah, no, he locked himself yeah. in a safe, in an in a un- safe unlockable room.
2: Yeah. room. Uh so they're like they're they're threatening the rock and saying, like, you have to figure out a way to break into the safe room and he goes or else we're going to throw your daughter off the fucking roof. And it's like, you know, like you only get one fucking a PG-13, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they saved it for right that moment. I mean, that was a perfect and you could movie. You can tell it was a
0: PG-13 movie, because a lot of people fall to their deaths, and you don't see mm-hmm. it. You just see them exit screen right or left. <laughs> or usually screen down. <laughs> like Screen bottom. But it's, but it's two things.
2: So it's that line, and then immediately they leave The Rock to his own devices, and this, like, impossible-to-break safe room... He punches, like, three buttons on a keyboard, and it's like, oh, okay, here's how you break into the room. Like, it's... Yeah,
0: he's he's a security expert, guys. (laughs) Come on. I love that they're not standing around waiting for the room to open to go in and get this guy that they're trying to, to, to... to threaten for yeah. money. All
2: 10 of them had to take the 8-year-old to had the 8-year-old to, <laughs> to the room,
0: which allowed the rock to get into the room and devise a plan with the guy. <laughs> they weren't just sitting there waiting for that room, which was their entire goal to open. <laughs> At which point once the rock had devised how to open it and he had to go on the outside of the building and all that to open the room, which was all pretty great. That whole sequence and he's is, t- you know, and, he, and he's he's anchored himself to to something that he's tied himself to that's still up on the floor and there's a whole repelling sequence that's it's pretty great um once he he was outside the building and managed to enact the failsafe that forced the room open if anybody had been standing outside of the room a they could have just walked into it b they could have just kicked the anchor off of the fucking <laughs> building that was holding the rock and they would have Solve two problems yeah, at once. because he's 200 feet up. At the or 200 floors, store, up. floors up. Yeah, like... They could have killed the rock <laughs> and been like, fuck you. I stranded you on the outside of the building. You're going to die. And now I'm going to walk into this door you open. But no, it takes eight of us to throw an eight-year-old off this roof. To route. be fair, though, with that theory,
2: the way that they were pushing the, the strengths of duct tape, I think even if they threw the anchor out... He would just have had his duct tape hands on the... <laughs> just on, climb back the, up. And the false leg would have just
0: popped off, and he would have just stayed there unmoved. Yeah, this <laughs> movie really pushes the... Uh, it pushes uh, duct tape pretty heavily. Yeah. It's like he... This is why you want to invest in duct tape. <laughs> um, yeah, I think my f- favorite part of the movie... Uh, besides just how easily you can tell what the ending is within the first ten minutes. Oh yeah, there's multiple endings in the movie, but you can predict every single one of them. (laughs) They set them up in order. Um, I I, guys, I like The Rock. I fucking love. I think he's incredibly charismatic. Um, but but him jumping from the crane, the whole crane sequence where he jumps from the crane to the building, uh, that was hilarious. I think that might be my favorite sequence.
1: I, and if he had, just imagine how far he could have jumped if he had both legs.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, know. I know. So I
2: got. I have a question. He could have jumped right it. up oh, okay. to the, the, he the, he the the, the British right bad up guy. The, roof. Yeah. the
0: British bad guy was my favorite too. Who is just telegraphing everything for the second <laughs> he's on the screen? I'm like, oh yeah, he's not a bad guy at all. He's like, he's not going to turn on them. <laughs> so, what was your favorite part? Recommended, really.
1: Uh, I I think it's also the. <clears throat> Throw your daughter off the fucking, fucking
0: roof, roof. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man I'm going to have to go see this movie again To watch that scene I can't believe I went to the bathroom
2: uh, I have a quick question for you though John Because you did mention that you like The Rock And I was thinking about this while we were watching the movie
0: Oh yeah Rampage was a shit To answer your question is, is the, So is The
2: Rock Do you think The Rock is this current generation's like jean-claude van damme steven seagal like go-to dumb action guy right now no i can't think of anyone else that's like a lot of no guys legitimately really good stuff too
0: i think he's this generation's arnold schwarzenegger okay that works for but you know what i mean like yeah no i think he's elevated above those guys for sure he's got the box office and the longevity to prove it uh and he has and he he doesn't just do these action movies yeah, he does the Just comedy. Just like Schwarzenegger Juma- did the comedy. He did yeah. Twins and he did all those. Like, Jumanji he was like shockingly at- watchable. Jumanji was really good. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. does the animated he, stuff too. Guys, The, the Rock is, is Schwarzenegger. Yeah. And and he, he's more talented. He's like the <laughs> um, box office world champion. Yeah. So, yeah, unless you're Marvel, I think the one thing that Marvel doesn't have is The Rock. And I'm sure they're working on it. Um <laughs> But yeah, that's what you got Um, He's above Van As much as I love Van Damme and Seagal He's clearly above them At this point Um, Okay, so, Comic Con We got all that stuff going on at booth 3919 That's really where Matt and I hang our hats Um, We got a signing schedule that is up I think it's up on the website I should put it up on the website Matter actually put it up on the website. That should probably happen soon. Yeah, we should put the signing schedule up on the website. It went out as a press release today. Yeah, at least people know about it. But we've got some fun people signing at the booth. Um, What beyond the booth is like the thing you're looking forward to the most at Comic Con this year? So
1: there's this restaurant.
0: (laughs) I love how it has nothing to do with Comic Con. (laughs) You can literally go to San Diego. (laughs) You can look out of San Diego 365 days a year and go to this restaurant.
1: But I only come to San Diego this week. (laughs) So Rockin' Baja, which is like a
2: block and a half it's away. For yeah. like every the year that you're on the show, this is your number one thing
0: about the Derek, why do you come to Comic Con? <laughs> because
1: I've tried other mango salsas <laughs> and none of them <laughs> none of them have even come close to the stuff at Rock and Baja.
0: <laughs> Comic-Con is stressful, it's overcrowded, it's uh
1: it's so expensive. It's
0: expensive. And you could literally come to San Diego any other time of year. Winter, it's probably pretty cheap. Nobody invites me to San Diego any like, time of the year. And you're no, I'm going to go during, like, nerd spring break to just go to Rockin' Baja. What about the actual convention are you guys looking forward so, to? So, here's the thing. I,
2: I also don't have anything at the actual convention. Why are we doing this? Well, to be fair, I'm, I'm usually holding down the ship yeah. the whole time, so I don't get to see that much. But I actually told Derek this, and it's going to sound like a lame, sentimental thing. But in the last, like, two or three years... We've kinda of stepped away from trying to hit up every party in San Diego and have kinda of settled for like, hey, as a group, let's get dinner and then we'll hang out at the hotel and sometimes it leads to us just like hanging out by the pool or doing stuff in the hotel room at night.
0: You guys do that without me?
2: We invite you every time. <laughs> but <laughs> like, oh, man. like but those are probably my favorite moments is cause like I don't really get to see you guys besides this. So like being able to just have good memorable moments instead of like obnoxious parties until 2 in the morning where you can't really talk or hear anybody over like some shitty DJ and a bunch of people freaking out about celebrities has kind of become my
0: new favorite thing. It's just chilling out and talking. Yeah, I can see that. Um, Yeah, the parties don't really add anything to Comic-Con. And it's what a lot of people have thought about. The free food's good, um, but the stress isn't. And I kind of like waking up early Mm -hmm. and uh, experiencing San Diego while it's quiet.
2: Yeah, you do your run, and
0: I just go and meditate at the booth waiting for people to show up. What I enjoy is um, about the convention is just seeing everybody. Seeing the geekscapists, yeah. uh, seeing people who've picked up on the show, or the website, or anything on the on the uh, network over the last year. And there's always people who come by the booth who are like, hey, I listen to the show, but we don't talk to them the entire year. Yeah. O- only at Comic-Con do these individuals like show up, and I always find those really cool conversations. Be like, oh... This is why we do this because it's we usually are not in contact. If you're not on our Facebook Geekscape Forever group or in the Horror Movie Night group or any of our Facebook groups, or if you're not talking to us on Twitter, um, there's like those silent members who still listen to the show every week, and they really just make themselves a, like vocal at Comic Con, and that really really helps recharge the jets. Well, I was gonna say, like a, an
2: example is this year on Tuesday we're going down the setup on Tuesday, but I'm scheduled around later on in the day to be on a podcast of a dude who i met last year Mm. and handed him a horror movie night card and he handed me his podcast card and he you know we're actually going to talk about monster squad on his podcast so that he has he's never seen it before he's watching it tonight and then he's going to come to the table to meet ryan and andre on saturday from monster squad from monster squad and so you're not going to help us set up that's not until seven at night. Fuck it with we're you. gonna be no. set up by then. i with you. Oh, we're gonna watch that 1984 movie. Actually. I know we got to do that at some point. You said you know
0: we're home watching. I don't want to watch. Diego. I don't. When <laughs> I'm in San Diego, I don't want to be in a hotel room watching a movie. But if those guys, are... It, the summer of 1984 folks are gonna who made Turbo Kid are gonna come by the booth and they're gonna guess on the Geekscape podcast. So I think I have to watch the movie. And since we decided to go see Skyscraper tonight, which hey. totally worth it. Um. The, the best sell was Derek. He said, why don't we go see the air-conditioned movie tonight? Because my living room looks like a, it's like a swamp. It's not yeah. very well air-conditioned. Why don't we go see the air-conditioning tonight? And then we'll have air-conditioning in San Diego and watch another movie mm-hmm. then. And I was like, oh, you're smart, Canada. That's yeah. the same amount of movie watching. Yeah. And we can just do it on Wednesday, like when we watched Cereal last
2: year in the middle of Wednesday after we finished The Booth.
0: No, we're going to watch it Tuesday night while you're you your thing. That works. <laughs> yep, that's fine. We'll tell you how it was. <laughs> I'm like, hey, uh, man, that's pretty badass. I feel like
1: I actually am excited for a lot this year. Like, there's so much going on. There's a lot of, like, the offsites have almost become bigger than a lot of the stuff inside. And I don't know if it's just because it's been so many years, and a lot of those booths are the same aside from what they're selling each year, but the offsites change every year. And there's things coming, like, like DC's launching that new streaming service slash comic book subscription thing. Uh huh um i don't know anything about it yeah so it's kind of like it's it's their kind of version of a marvel unlimited type thing where you you pay whatever monthly you get access to like a ton of comic books but they're also adding all the dc shows there's gonna be original content on there and everything like that at this point i think it's only been announced but they're showing it off in an offsite event that's cool uh like for the first time um, so I'm actually going to a thing on Wednesday night for that before it actually opens to the public on Thursday. So they're going to be showing off the app. They've, it's a huge off-site, apparently. They've got, like, you can explore Robin's apartment to try to, like, find clues as to certain stuff that's going to happen. And... It's kind of like what we did with the tick thing, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. So it sounds like it's pretty elaborate. I saw some photos of the setup happening online. I think it was the, um, the San Diego Comic-Con unofficial blog, which is probably the best resource pre-Comic-Con in terms of... Like, finding out what exclusives are coming out and and what events are happening and everything like that. But it's been super cool. There's a Ready Player One one uh, that's going to be happening as well where um, you'll be able to do trivia and play a lot of those old arcade games. And uh, they've even apparently recreated the room from The Shining that you see in the film, too. That's cool. That was my favorite fucking. Yeah, I'm really excited to go see that as well. Um, So you get to do all this stuff. Well, Matt and I
0: are at the booth. You get to do all that stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And it's like it's i mean i sound like a real dick but like being able to do it from a press perspective is amazing because it's you get to see and do so much more and the first couple of years i didn't realize it but like the first couple of years i was standing in line for four hours or whatever for to, to see something cool and uh, a lot of those companies and offsites they're happy to arrange a time for you to come and see it as a press member because of course i'm covering it all yeah um You know, I feel like we, especially this week, um, aside from, you know, in the past year or the past two years, we've kind of transitioned away from a lot of the written content, aside from the occasional review or whatever, and are mostly just the podcast. But this week on Geekscape.net, there's always so much content that goes up. Um, you know, perspectives on certain offsite events or parties or panels. You know, I'm really looking forward to the WWE panel on Thursday, um, where I have no fucking idea what they're going to talk about, but they're bringing a few, <laughs> a few, a, rest- a few wrestlers. So, uh,
2: so are you going to be doing your journals again this year? Yeah, I love yeah. Those From last year. So
1: I, I didn't, I, I wasn't sure coming down if I was going to, but then I kind of reread them and really, like, the biggest thing was I was almost writing them for myself in order to be able to reminisce, like, down the line, because so much stuff happens, and it's such a sensory overload that I feel like you forget about so much of it.
0: The Comic-Cons are blurs Yeah, yeah, and,
1: and, and also, like, I received so much feedback last year from friends and family and people I, like, didn't even know about how much they enjoyed reading that perspective of it because rather than just a hey here's this event it was like an actual recap of like a day and I did them a day at a time and so I am planning on doing those again so um, they're always super fucking long and I don't know
2: <laughs> I don't know why you would read them but apparently people do. So they're I, nice. It was it was I would read them every morning while setting up the mm-hmm. booth like I'd be sitting at the booth waiting for everyone else to like come in I would read mm-hmm. the previous day's article. I'd be
0: like what did Derek do besides <laughs> hanging out <Alfred> with me <laughs> what was Derek up to? Yeah,
2: yeah but there's a lot of there's uh
1: What else is there? There's a big Square Enix event. I'm going to be playing the new uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider game, which I'm really excited for. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a panel on Saturday that just got announced today, I think, for Sea of Thieves, which, you know, if you listen to the Geekscape Geekscape Games podcast, you know I'm a huge fan of. They're going to be talking about expanding that universe. That's got me almost wanting an Xbox. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I only want to get an Xbox so I can play Sea of Thieves with Derek. That's it. (laughs)
1: Um, Yeah, and aside from that, like oh mondo mondo fucking kills me and it kills my wallet and uh i last year i came down probably like broker than i've ever been and so i didn't buy a single thing the entire convention but this year mondo is announcing so many cool screen prints of things like you know movies like drive and jurassic park the shape of water all of these like and i still have Mondo prints that are rolled up at my house but i'm gonna be buying more
0: you have more mondo prints than you have space on your walls
1: yeah totally yeah like, and the it's also the stuff where on the it's like, of the house. like frames are not like especially a decent frame is not super cheap so it's like i'm not putting that shit like i'm not a little kid you can't hang posters like without being framed i think could you
0: imagine putting tax through, oh, no, through no through putting tax or no, like I tape <laughs> on a mondo print <laughs> you peel it off
1: and the paint this comes with those it like, like 80
0: 100 like you're not doing yeah, that
1: yeah yeah well yeah and then they're and uh, so many of them are exclusive to the convention too and it's like you look at how much some of them go for online afterwards and it's insane but then they're also so gorgeous and of course if you're buying them you're typically buying ones for properties that you're really into and it becomes like impossible to part with them
0: i used to want to get like the exclusives that i felt like i really missed out on were like those i think mondo may have been involved but those teenage mutant ninja turtle well oh, the figures those the were, figures were mondo that were yeah like, like the freaking Mousers and amazing stuff. Yeah. and they looked like they looked like they were based on the the, was it the, the video games yeah yeah, the like arcade the games, games game and, stuff. And, and the Turtles in Time stuff and I was just in love with the design and sculpts of those Ninja Turtle toys and I remember because uh, they were just badass vinyl figures I think they were like $40, 50 each and obviously you had to buy all four but um, I remember years ago I was like I'm not going to leave Comic Con without a Hyrulean shield and the Master Sword <laughs> yeah and I remember going around with to different vendors on Saturday and being like, hey, man, you still have one? I'm going to get it. And then Sunday, they're all going to drop their prices, so hitting them up like an hour before the convention closes. I remember going around being like, all right, I remember that guy had one. And they had all sold them within the last hour or so before they closed the convention. And so I didn't end up going home with a Hyrulean Sword and Shield. And looking back, I'm like... What would I have done with that shit? Yeah. Like, for real. Well, like, I was going to put that crap up on my wall. Like, no offense. I love fucking Zelda, but I don't need that on my on my wall. The the, the big one
2: that I'm trying to convince myself not to get because it's $100 for the full set and I just can't do it is uh, these tiki cups. Yeah. But they're in the shapes of Boo Berry, Count Chocula, and Frankenberry. <laughs> And I'm like, I kind of want those, but again, like, I'm
0: never going to drink out of them. I mean, like, they'll, they'll look
2: great with your bowl of cereal in the morning.
0: That's true. Hey, babe, uh, you up for some drinks? May, I'll mix them up for you. <laughs> Would you like the booberry or the frankenberry? Like, I can't w-
2: have Count though, that one's
0: mine. I just want you to untie me so I can go home. Not an option. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's not an not option. Not what I asked you. No. <laughs> not an option. You're going to die. Um, So i can always obviously say something cheesy about like like because comic-con is sort of our state of the union it uh, it is always like the barometer for whether or not i feel like we had a good year or the visibility on the brand has done well or not um and i i don't know like i this this one we're trying so many things we have the cosplay 5k on friday morning where we're gonna be running in costumes. Uh, well, obviously we got the film projects We have multiple film projects Gee has his movie that I co-wrote Produced uh, coming out in September Gee will be at the booth um, We've got here you know, The Prophecy still kind of working forward Horror uh, Movie Night's got a lot of random Exclusives you guys, this year Matt's too. got, got 35 te- podcasts you guys, yeah. Matt has 38 podcasts <laughs> But also those really cool Horror Movie Night shirts that I love And every time I wore last year's Horror Movie Night uh, Shirt, the Cthulhu one uh, I always got a compliment on the Cthulhu shirt. Yeah. Always at, got one. We
2: have the Puppet Master one this year mm-hmm. and the trading cards, which I think are really cool. Yeah. Like,
0: I'm really excited to l- let people see those finally. And of course, people who, if you've been listening to Geekscape throughout the last year, we got some of those guests back. We have yeah. Ye- Yehudi, Mercado, Yehudi Mercado, who was on uh, the show back in WonderCon. And then Dan Fogler from Fantastic Beasts is back on the show. Uh, John Schnitzer. Yep. Who, who did uh, The Art of the Scare. Uh, he did that, uh, the Haunters. movie on Haunters, the documentary. He was on the show back in April, I believe. He's he's coming by the booth. So a lot of these people are coming back on the booth, uh, coming back on the show to sign at the booth. And so it'll be like a reunion of sorts. I think it'll be fun. And then, of course, everybody that we don't expect to see drops by the booth anyway.
2: I think those are my favorite people.
0: Yeah. like my fa- My favorite part, if we're talking
2: about the actual convention and... Like it is a it's become like a little bit of a joke, but like I just love talking to people. Like I love meeting new people at the table. Oh, I, had, I had no idea. Oh, but but you know really? what I mean, like it also but like that is the thing I love is just like handing someone a flyer, telling them what it is and they either know who we are and they want to talk to us or you know, sometimes you actually entice them and you end up making new friends and having, like, really cool conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, and then other times they just have no interest and they walk away and I give them free trash. But. <laughs> well, while, De-
0: <laughs> while Derek's doing the off-site and the fun installation stuff and actually experiencing like, you guys are actually working. Geekscape from a fan's perspective, Matt and I are working really hard to build relationships that are going to push the ball forward and uh, take Geekscape to another level or just add to the family. Um, that sounds fine. I mean, we want to make friends. Yeah. And obviously... We have that scavenger hunt. Hashtag become a friend? That this whole central part of the scavenger hunt, the, the conquest scavenger hunt that we were launching on Wednesday and running the first, for, the for, I, I was going to say four days at Comic-Con, but with Preview Night, it's five. Uh, you know The whole hashtag is become a friend. Yeah. So whenever you go to the geekscape.net website, you see the list of missions or the deweydarlings.com website and you see the, the list of missions – you have to Instagram them with the hashtag become a friend, and that's how we find them, and we tally the scores and give you prizes. I've got, like, a Deadpool statue. We have gifts from Wowie Toys. We got gifts from uh, Funimation, Funko Pop. We got all sorts of stuff, so Uh, it'll be worth your while. I'm really emptying my my room here and just getting rid of stuff.
2: I want to throw a challenge out there, too, because there's definitely people who listen to the show who aren't going to San Diego Comic Con? Shows and, and and I'd like to uh, to ask you to go on the website, look at the scavenger hunt list, and for my own enjoyment, I'd like to see you try to recreate some of the things <laughs> on scavenger. Hunt. Yeah, you don't necessarily have to be. In, you don't. To,
0: let's, let's, <laughs> like, let's pretend that we don't have to be in San Diego yeah. to do the San Diego scavenger hunt. <laughs> like,
2: just. Find some random artist and get him to, to do a, a drawing for you. And, I'm going to take a picture with the Toxic Avenger. Yeah,
0: like, have your mom dress like the Toxic Avenger and take yeah, a photo with her. Stand
2: in the middle of the most popular st- street in your town and start singing the Reading Rainbow theme. All the,
0: I want all of it. Yeah, there, you have to take a photo with the USS... Uh, there's an aircraft carrier that's yeah. stationed or retired in San Diego. Just go take a picture with whatever boat is nearby yeah, I, you.
2: I almost kinda just want to see what the homegrown version of
0: the scavenger hunt brings in. Yeah, Geekscape is. <laughs> if you cannot make it to San Diego and you want to partake in the Conquest Scavenger Hunt, use both the hashtag become a friend and hashtag need a friend <laughs> <laughs> and, and you can partake in the scavenger hunt. And I'll tell you right now, why not? I'll mail you a brand new T-shirt. There you go. If you win the hashtag Need a, need a Friend, friend. Uh, Scavenger Hunt, let's. <laughs> we'll mail you a, a Geekscape prize package <laughs> and one of Matt's fingers.
2: Is that cool? They're, they're practically falling off anyway. That's fine. <laughs> oh no!
0: Oh no! I don't. I've been. I a doctor for four years. <laughs> Are they supposed to be yeller? Uh, <laughs> All right, Geeks Games. I don't know what else to talk to you guys about other than we're gonna go see Skyscraper again now. I'm kidding. We're not. Uh, I mean, I I would. <laughs> There's eighth grade that's an option. You guys oh, gotta I wait till
1: midnight it. though, so you can see another fucking
0: free movie. Do oh, chastise us because we choose to live in a free country. <laughs> like, yeah. All right. Just envious, okay? You get health We get movie pass. Listen, I think you, it's pretty even.
2: You get all. The, you get to enjoy all the. Matt hasn't been to the fruits. doctor in four years. He's fine. <laughs> He's like, but I've been. Go, how many movies? I'll go see to three though, movies right? a
0: day, but I ain't been to the doctor for four years. Who's <laughs> really winning? Come on. He goes, sometimes I poop out of my penis, but I <laughs> I, I see three <laughs> movies a day. Hey man, who would a fight? Huh? Jigsaw or Mark Myers? Like, let's be true. All right, but like, sometimes blood comes out. <laughs> I don't know why you always make me sound like that.
2: I don't have a normal-sounding voice, but I'm definitely not that. Like,
0: <laughs> like it's it's borderline offensive, John. <laughs> hey, man, <laughs> who would win a Jason Voorhees or Sasha Banks? Like, come on, man. <laughs> what do you think the Big Show smells like? <laughs>
2: uh,
0: Man's dying. I he this? needs to go to the doctor. You ever heard of it? Got a bad case of the giggles. Hey, John, I can't wait to see it. I brought a DVD of this obscure movie called Crocodillo. You gotta see it. Wait, should we talk about the movie that I did buy? It's about a crocodile (laughs) with an armadillo. It hunts a bunch of kids out by this abandoned mine. You gotta see it. It's called Crocodillo. I found it in a VHS. Well, let's be true. It's part of my collection. It's been there for eight years. But I can't talk anybody else into seeing it with me. It's gonna be me trying to get people to watch the fucking Boneyard that I picked up at a... He my went, yearly he trip to, went to Amoeba. Amoeba, who have a great use section. And keep in mind, they have all these Criterion movies on discount. And he's like, no, I'm going to fucking buy a movie called Boneyard. Brand new, not about even a, a used killer copy. poodle. A mutant poodle. Mutant poodle. Starring Phyllis Diller. This movie looks pretty fucking tight. <laughs> I could just see Matt being like, hmm, I can further my film appreciation and cultural education. Oh, I can see this shit. It looks pretty fucking badass. <laughs> I mean, I also have hundreds of CDs and I grabbed the Damn Yankees as the
2: first Jesus off. Christ. <laughs> damn Yankees and Southern Culture on the Skids were the first two CDs I grabbed in the Amoeba.
1: <laughs> He's got his Comic-Con exclusives already. Right? <laughs> <laughs> He's got the only copy of Boneyard in, the, in California. <laughs> you guys ever
0: heard of Geekscape.net? You want to come over and watch Boneyard? <laughs> Who do you think we're going to fight? Sasha Banks or Mike Myers? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Yeah. Also, no. I'm going go Sasha. That's his next podcast, actually. <laughs> and He's... Matt always gets a crush on a neighboring booth girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's always, like, a, a aisle or two. Within, those within like, the three or four aisle radius, there's always, like, a sweet girl who's working at a booth or something like that. And Matt's always making eyes at them. Or like walks over and is like, hey, how you doing? You ever seen Crocodillo? Yeah. <laughs> like you're seen- Don't be angry at me because I have Do social skills. To? Listen, yeah. you developed my social skills, John. I was like, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm sitting right here in my booth and I'm scowling at people. <laughs> <laughs> don't mind him. Gonna He's going to yell about the purge every few minutes. <laughs> I'm like, you guys want to purge tonight? <laughs> hey, Jonathan, what are the good parties? I don't know. I'm still putting nails through a baseball bat. <laughs> I'm purging after this floor closes. <laughs> That's uh, my plan at night. <laughs> Walk around in a clown mask and purge. Surprise! John's no, gonna... no, no one will
1: notice. There's so many people down here.
0: Yeah, John's Hey, like eyes... guy's in cosplay. He killed me. <laughs> yeah.
2: John's slowly turning into like... Uh, I went to a convention one time where Sergeant Slaughter was there. And he, <laughs> <laughs> and, and he just stood in the corner not looking at anybody until like someone hand, like someone as soon as you handed the $20 to his handler they'd tap him on his shoulder and it was like they activated him. He would just turn around, wouldn't say any words, he'd get the photo, and then he'd about-face back into the corner. You're slowly becoming that at the table. Dude, it's I like, heard
0: Virgil does that. Oh, Virgil's nuts. I heard Virgil is, like, Virgil the Virgil accosted
2: worst. my friend at the mall. Why? He was walking through the mall, and he just said, hey! And my friend turned around, and he goes, you like wrestling? I'm Virgil! And he, like, walked over and Aww. sold him an autograph. It's the saddest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. He has a website, lonelyvirgil.com. But that's not his website. No, no, that's uh, yeah. Sam
0: Roberts made that website, yeah. actually. Yeah, that's really funny. Yeah, Virgil, who used to be a male valet <laughs> in, in WWF. Yeah, he had a fallen out
2: with the Million Dollar Man because of that stuff. Because he would always contact the conventions and say, hey, this is Virgil. Me and Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase are going to come to the convention and do a signing. And then they'd book him, and then the week before, he would just say, oh, Ted can't make it, but I'm still coming. <laughs> <laughs> that, that should be
0: the sell for Matt. Matt should call these like, weird Delaware conventions and be like, we're bringing the whole Geekscape crew. And then he shows up, he's like, you guys want to talk about which Pennywise is better? Yeah. <laughs> We're going to do a screening of Night of the Creeps. How are you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's actually jotting all of these down because he's planning <laughs> to do them the for comment. real. Which one's better? Go. Like We
0: were hoping that Jonathan could uh, host some of these panels. I can do it. Jonathan <laughs> couldn't make it, but... Uh, <laughs> First question to the panelists.
1: <laughs> I like your... Wait, fight. I just
2: realized your version of me is just Will Ferrell's version of fucking... Uh, who's the
0: baseball guy that you'd always do? Harry Carey. <laughs> You're just doing Harry, Harry Carey. Harry Carey talking like us. <laughs> no, Harry Carey is different. Um, that was my terrible Harry Carey impersonation. Harry Carey is way different. Um, Be like, oh, hey guys, thanks for welcoming us uh, to this panel on women in the video game industry. My first question is, If you were trapped in Saw (laughs) (laughs) 3,
2: They got a bunch of people shutting off <laughs> episode of Geeks. Oh, they're not with us anymore.
0: Oh man, welcome. It looks like we have a really crowded house here tonight for minority representation in the film industry. Now, if we could, I would like each of you—there's a microphone—to line up and answer this question: What was the first thing you thought at the end of Sleepaway Camp? <laughs> Who played the best Jason Voorhees?
1: When that guy ate the heart and Jason goes to hell. <laughs> How did it
0: make you feel? Oh boy. Sorry, Jonathan couldn't be here. <laughs> but I brought these training cards that are represented. <laughs> if I may, I have some leftover alligator trading cards. <laughs> Can I entice you? <laughs> Ha! <laughs> I'm I just gonna set like up my booth. This is more off the rails than an episode of Geekscape oh, Games. Jesus.
2: No, no, yeah. no, no. Yeah, none of us have looked up the porn version. No, of nobody's like, talking about. Nobody's <laughs> like,
0: let me look at Rule Thirty Four, Jason Voorhees.
1: <laughs> I know the boneyard could be a lot of things,
0: man. Yeah, yeah, it has been. Um, all right, Geekscape is these are the facts. We're gonna be at Booth Thirty Nine Nineteen in San Diego at San Diego Comic Con Twenty Eighteen. Fact. All week. That is a fact. Fact, we want to see you. We want to talk to you. Matt wants to stalk you. Fact. Let's do it. So come by the booth. Fact, we want you to partake in the Geekscape weed Darlings Scavenger Hunt Conquest. It's up on the website. Fact. Go find the missions. Plan your strategy because you're going to need it to defeat El Chucho. And midweek, on Wednesday, look for the launch of the second Lavar uh Season's Spark campaign. So we would we, we're going to need all the donations we can get, really, uh because uh Matt's going to run people away from our booth who yeah.
2: <laughs> hey. i i I don't understand why you didn't ask me to be in the film <laughs> you can still be in the film. I'll yes. end up on the cutting room floor, but I can beat. No, I'd
1: put you... I we'll think put, you're put, stalking... You're, you're the stalker? Yes, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll put you I'll in do there.
2: A, I'll do a bonus feature on the DVD called Stalking,
0: Stalking <laughs> LeVar, where I'm just begging for a role in the movie. No, for sure, man. If you made it out to LA, we for sure we'll put you in there. You'd be like, first question. <laughs> first, you ever seen Boneyard? <laughs> Who do you think would win? The mutated poodle from Boneyard or Cujo? <laughs> My money's on Cujo, or the cybernetic doberman from uh, Man's Best Man's friend. Best Friend. <laughs> no, what was? It? Is that the one with Gregory Hines? I think so. Yeah. No, it's not. It's oh, that's Eve of Destruction. Oh, I don't know that one. Eve of Destruction is a movie. You're uh, going uh, too deep. For that's even, like a exactly. fe- uh, Eve of Destruction is a female Terminator movie with Gregory Hines. He's
1: headed to Amoeba right now to pick it up. <laughs> that's my
0: that movie. Sounds pretty badass. Kind of like Howling Four. All right. Geekscape, us—you've heard enough silliness. Go visit us. You can't make it to San Diego. You can get in on the experience at Geekscape.net, on our Instagrams, Geekscape Forever, or Geekscape.net. Obviously, we've got Horror Movie Night, and the folks over there—they got their own website. They got their own Instagram. No, you guys have your own Facebook group. No, we have an Instagram too. You guys have your own Instagram?
2: Uh, HMN Podcast for pretty much all of it. They're pretty much splintered
0: off already. It'll be fun to not have them uh, next year. And
2: DisneyDoPodcast.com as well. (laughs) It's just the Matt Kelly Network at this point.
0: And then you can hear Derek sometimes on the Geekscape Games. Every week. Uh, podcast. And monthly uh, he does the wrestling show with Josh, and
2: I occasionally pop in there.
0: Hey, what's up, guys?
2: Double count out.
0: What do you think Sasha Banks smells like? <laughs> Is uh, Sasha Banks the only wrestler that you know? You've brought up I way said too big much. Show. <laughs> I Show. <just think> <laughs> I know two. I know three. Because <laughs> you said Sergeant slug. Oh, that's true. Um, all right. Alright, Geeks Gables, that's it. We'll see you guys in San Diego. Anything you boys want to add? No. Thank you, John, for giving us a platform for... <laughs> ten years. <laughs> it's more than De- that. De- dealing with our bullshit for, more than twer- for a decade. More than 12 more than that. Oh, man. What else do I have to do? <laughs> Alright, let's go watch Crocodillo. Can one of you guys
1: marry me so I can move down here and get a movie pass? <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm not going to make that joke. <laughs>
0: yes. Yes, one of us will. Do
1: you guys have any of those
2: 24-hour chapels? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> Bye, Geekscapists. Bye.